the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Law Offices of Selwyn Whitehead is a debt relief agency under federal law and provides legal assistance to consumers seeking debt relief under the United States Bankruptcy Code. This is Selwyn's Law. Every week at this time, we get to hear from Selwyn Whitehead. She's not just an attorney at law. Selwyn knows her stuff and doesn't shy away from the truth, even when it's ugly. Her Bay Area practice focuses on helping her clients to manage their wealth through estate and tax planning, to managing their debt through reconstruction or bankruptcy. And now, it's time for Selwyn's Law. Good day and welcome once again to Selwyn's Law. My name is Selwyn Whitehead and I'm a California Bar Admitted Attorney and I'm also a Bankruptcy Law Certified Specialist who's been certified by the State Bar of California's Board of Legal Specialization. In addition to my JD, I hold a couple of master's degrees in law. That is to say, I am both a master of the laws of taxation and a master of the laws of intellectual property. And because of my education, my training, my experiences, and my life's observations, along with my lifelong interest in business and money and finance and the creation, preservation, and transfer of wealth within families and communities, including tribal communities, and the roles that these particular aspects of economics play in the lives of everyday people like you and me, I primarily practice bankruptcy law. I also practice the related fields in my overall consumer and small business finance practice, including debt wealth management, uh, estates and trust, wills and trusts, again, (laughs) real estate, and of course, taxation law. And with these areas of law as my reference points, that is to say, as they relate to the personal, familial, community, and small business aspects of finance, I spent the greater part of the last 40 years, both before and after getting my license to practice law, fighting for the economic empowerment, the economic independence, and the economic autonomy of women and people and communities of color, including indigenous communities. And because I grew up as a military brat and also helped create another one with my former spouse, who was also in the military, I have firsthand knowledge of just how hard it can be sometimes financially and economically for our citizens, soldiers, sailors, airmen and women and Marines and their families in our sometimes less than patriotic capital based economic system, especially after these individuals and their families separate from the service. As such, I also proudly serve veterans of all stripes and in all branches of the military. And as I've shared with you before, I am just, um, I'm ecstatic, really. It gives me personal gratification to share with you the fact that I had the great fortune to know and spend a whole lot of time with and actually became friends with both my maternal and paternal grandmothers, both of whom survived what I call the four great economic challenges of the 20th century, the Great Depression, World War II, and the systemic uh, racism and misogyny that 
continues through into our society today. And as these women help raise me and they always loved me and they share with me some great stories about their grandparents who love them and raised them in the post-Reconstruction Jim Crow South. It is out of my great love and respect for these women who were always with me, along with my dad in spirit, always urging me on that when the situation is right, I take up the mantle if I'm able to at least attempt to vindicate the rights of seniors and the disabled when they find themselves the targets of and more and more unfortunately the victims of some of the most pernicious forms of financial elder abuse and adult abuse that you could ever imagine that's running rampant in our society today. So the purpose of Selwyn's Law, in case you haven't guessed it, is to discuss the law related to your money and more probably than not these days of high inflation, your overall finances and what you may need to consider to protect or reclaim or rehabilitate your or your family's or your business's financial health, wealth and money related well-being as I understand these concepts in this non-threatening educational form. However, as always, I must once again ask you to please note that this show does not provide any legal advice, nor am I developing an attorney-client relationship with anyone within the sound of my voice. Instead, this show strives strictly to serve as an educational forum for the exchange of information that might be helpful to you as you begin your search for more detailed information that is tailored to your specific set of facts and circumstances and hopefully provide you with at least an overall outline of some of the key issues that may help you seek out and find the qualified professional help that I sincerely believe you need if you're having a legal issue that intersects with your finances or your assets or your debt. Now today, I want to focus on the upcoming midterm elections that are taking place on November 8th. And I want to use my platform and this opportunity to share with you my heartfelt belief that we the people, many of whom like me are black or brown or indigenous or all of them, along with our fellow Americans with low to moderate incomes of all stripes and all ethnicities, the fact that we must use our franchise on November 8th to elect candidates and to pass propositions and resolutions that are in our best interest and not succumb to the fear or ignorance of this so-called great replacement theory that categorizes those of us with dark skin as violent others to be feared by our low to moderate income white and other racial and ethnic brothers and sisters in Christ or brothers and sisters in Abraham and Moses, or brothers and sisters in Muhammad, or brothers and sisters in Buddha or Confucius, or in the various and multiple founders of Hinduism, and or just plain folks who don't believe in anything, or that is to say about religion, but yet and still they strive each and every day to be just good plain folks and support their families and their communities and the greater good and their back give give back to our entire universe that we all must share. Now I know that you all out there know that something as strange as a foot in our society today that exhibits, in my opinion, the telltale signs of fascism. Now 
fascism is a noun, which according to the Encyclopedia Britannica, is an extreme militaristic nationalism and a contempt for electoral democracy and political and cultural liberalism, liberalism, which is <laughs> the definition of the United States of America. Instead, it's a belief in a natural societal hierarchy and should be ruled by elite people. And it was something that in Germany was called uh, the people's community in which individual interests would be subordinated to the good of the nation. But just who decides what's in the best interest or is in the good of the nation? Not us, the electorate, but instead some fascist people or things who want to manipulate us to vote for them out of the fear we have for each other. I say this ideology, if allowed to spread via our electoral process, which is the envy of the world will, if left unchecked, tear this great nation apart. Now, those on the dark side who have wretched control of the Republican Party are attempting to keep the truth in the dark and shine a light only on the surface differences we have by keeping us uninformed and ignorant keeping us as uninformed and ignorant as possible so we collectively heal whenever they call. Or as my late father used to tease me about what would happen to me and women who fall, other women who fall for men who don't have our best interest at heart. He said that these men are known for and believe in keeping women barefoot and pregnant such that they become nothing more than the obedient servants of their masters. We cannot let these people succeed in this evil endeavor to turn us into a nation of quizlings. In the upcoming election, the four key issues currently being used by the politician who voted to overturn the last election, even though they're caught on tape saying they know that it was won fair and square by our current president. These four issues are they want us to believe that the current state of our economy, including the purported fact that we have inflation, which we do, but the purported fact that this inflation was caused by the current people who are leading the uh, leading uh, the capital, that is to say, the Democrats. Their second area is the purported fact that Democrats want to take away everybody's Second Amendment right to bear arms. And thirdly, the purported fact that Democrats love and support criminals. And the, finally, the great replacement theory, they want to use that as the antidote for the critical race theory. So when we come back, we'll look into these issues a little bit deeper. But first, we'll take a short break and I'll see you on the other side. Now back to Selwyn's Law. Once again, your host, Selwyn Whitehead. Welcome back to Selwyn's Law. As we continue our discussion on the basis of my heartfelt belief that we the people 
some of whom are black or brown or indigenous Americans or some combination thereof, along with our fellow Americans with low to moderate income of all stripes, must use our franchise on November the 8th to elect candidates and to pass propositions and resolutions that are in our best interest and not out of fear or ignorance of the great replacement theory that categorizes some or all of us dark-skinned folks as being violent others to be feared by our fellow brothers and sisters in whatever religion or none that we have, our fellows who have low to moderate income, and, you know, basically keep us at each other's throats while these folks that want to be in charge run away with our country leaving us holding the bag. We should not fall for the okey-doke. We should instead educate ourselves about some of these key issues before the upcoming election so that we can vote in the privacy of our own homes by doing mail-in ballots, or if we want to get online on November the 8th, at least we'll come there with the knowledge between our ears that will assist us in voting for people and voting for issues that are in our collective best interest. Lest we see in the not too distant future, in addition to having to deal with climate change, we will have each other at each other's throats. That's no way to keep a country moving forward. So before the break, I share with you my belief that in the upcoming election, there are four key issues currently being used by the politicians who voted to overturn the last election, even though they know that the current president wanted fair and square, and they've been recorded in candid moments saying that. And as such, sharing the fact that this upheaval, this this uneasiness, this ugliness, the, these telltale signs of fascism are all about how they can collect power for themselves and leave the rest of us holding the bag. So what are these issues? Well, they want to focus on the current state of our economy, including the purported fact that inflation has been caused by the Democratic Party. The second area is the purported fact that Democrats want to take away everybody's Second Amendment right to bear arms, although a lot of Democrats, like me, believe in our right to bear arms. So I don't get it, but that's what the, 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 the spiel is now. The third area is the purported fact that Democrats love and support criminals. This, although... In many black and brown communities, crime is a problem, but the issue is not that they love criminals. It's just the fact that criminals, those suspected of violating crimes, as well as those who might actually be violating crimes, have certain constitutional rights that protect all of us, and that might be what the issue is. But instead, it's being recast as Democrats love criminals more than they love people who are not criminals, which is stupid. The fourth area is immigration and the great replacement theory that needs to be used as an antidote for critical race theory. Okay, so let's start with our economy. 
some of those who want to take back over the House and take back over the Senate uh, are putting forth the proposition and that uh, the current state of the economy, especially inflation, has been caused by the party in power, the Democrats. That's what they say. When they, the individuals, members of what used to be a Republican Party that I used to know, I'm going to put a pin in this. Now, y'all know that at one time I was an engineer, and you know that I've told stories about how when I worked for a public interest law firm, I had the great opportunity to go on a speaking tour in Japan, and I've shared with you the fact that I worked on all sides of the insurance industry. But maybe you don't know that I was also a lobbyist. Now, I lobbied for working class people, poor people, women. And when I was a lobbyist back in the 1990-ish, the 90s through the first part of this century, do you know that both parties had people who were conservative, moderate, and liberal. Yes, there were Republican liberals. In fact, when I gave testimony before Congress on a matter dealing with insurance, (laughs) I got invited by a Republican liberal slash moderate to come back to his community in the Midwest to assist in helping a fledgling nonprofit that was educating members of the community about their rights to deal with, to be dealt with properly by the financial services community. I used to use the analogy that the Republican and Democratic parties were kind of like cross-town rivals. So what do I mean by that? Some of us who grew up in smallish to medium-sized towns might have had two high schools in the same town because of the population. And I'm not talking about situations where there was, it was segregation. I'm talking about a little, you know, towns that grew and there needed to be an additional high school. So we were all from the same city, the same state. We were friends but we had what was known as cross-town rivalry in basketball games or football games or baseball games or volleyball games or soccer games. You would, you know, you were rooting for people who basically members of your own family, but they went to another school. So there were great athletes in both schools. There were terrible athletes in both schools and there were mediocre athletes in both schools. And I'm using that not to be disrespectful. But there were Republicans who were liberal and moderate. They just thought that using government to get the ends that they wanted were different. But now, you know, and I, again, as a person who lobbied for members of the community, I I couldn't be a lobbyist now. I wouldn't want to go back there now. We have one party, a party that I used to respect, 
I was I've never been a Republican, but I guess I could have been. I would have been a, a moderate or maybe even a, a liberal Republican back in the 90s. The party is not recognizable. It considers Democrats to be evil, which is like absurd. We're all human beings. We're all part of the same country. I think we all love this country. I know I do. People that I care about do. Even people involved in politics do. So I don't get it. Again, so let's go back to number one issue. The, the new Republican Party and, it, and their minions say that the current state of our economy, especially inflation, has been caused by the party in power, the Democrats. When they, these new this new cast, this new kind of Republican, know that inflation has three causes. Number one cause, the war in Ukraine that was started by Putin, not Nancy Pelosi, that has cut off the shipment of grain worldwide from the two countries in the world that produce most of the grain that goes to the rest of the world. Those countries are Ukraine and Russia. Again, Russia started the war and then they blocked off the ability for Ukraine to ship out its grain that, that it didn't steal. Russians didn't steal and move back to their own country. The number two reason for inflation, again, is the war in Ukraine that has cut off the gas and oil supply from one of the largest producers of gas and oil in the world, Russia. And again, the Ukraine war was started by Putin, not Nancy Pelosi. And three, the lingering vestiges of the worldwide supply chain caused by the lingering and ongoing mutations of COVID around the world, but in China especially, the world's largest producer and supplier of electronics and other manufacturing subcomponents due to China's unwillingness to use any vaccine that it does not produce, even though its vaccine has been shown to be ineffective. And this in turn keeps it more or less in a constant st state of being shut down so their people can't produce the materials, the electronic components that we need to fulfill the supply chain. Again, this is Z, not Nancy Pelosi or Schumer, okay? So I say, even if the Republicans, this new kind of Republican, win the election, they will not be able to impact our inflation just by talking about it. But we will, in addition to having a continued state of inflation, be led by politicians that would strip us of our rights. We can't have that. We can't afford that. So moving on to another one of the four issues, the immigration of blacks and browns from the Southern Hemisphere who are coming here to perpetrate all kinds of crimes, also known as the Great Replacement Theory, as an, and the Republicans, this new class of Republicans, want to use it as an antidote for the critical race theory. 
Now, the critical race theory is something uh, that has been um, basically bastardized by the Republicans. It's a, a means of educating us all about the true history of this country. Who's afraid of learning their true history? But I guess some people are. So, you know, uh, we're going to continue this discussion when we get together next time. But we're going to leave it there for now. But as always in closing, I like to say here at Selwyn's Law, we always want to stay on the right side of the law, including obtaining the knowledge we need to continue our form of self-governance. That's the envy of the world. But in the meantime, and in as much as it appears that summer, all of the variants of COVID-19 will be with us for the foreseeable future, I invite you to do what I did yesterday. Get a booster. Get a COVID-19 booster. That way, you'll be showing love to your family and to the rest of your community by showing that you've taken at least one of the necessary precautions to protect not only yourselves and your family, but individuals that we come in contact with. So until next time, take care. Bye for now. Thank you for taking the time to listen to Selwyn's Law. Remember, the law office of Selwyn Whitehead is a designated debt relief agency under the federal law and provides legal assistance to consumers seeking relief under the bankruptcy code. When it comes to your finances and your rights, seek no other than the law office of Selwyn Whitehead. Selwyn is your go-to finance attorney, specializing in estate planning, wealth management, bankruptcy, tax, and real estate law. In other words, Selwyn knows her way around the dollar, and your rights are protected by our laws. Protect your money. Know your rights. Partner with Selwyn Whitehead. For immediate assistance, or if you have questions, call 510-633-1276, 510-633-1276, or go to selwynwhitehead.com. The preceding paid program is sponsored by the law office of Selwyn Whitehead, who is solely responsible for its content. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.